This is the Iowa State Athletics SciCast. Hi, everybody. I'm John Walters. Today's SciCast is with Iowa State Athletics Hall of Famer Luther Blue. Last weekend, Blue was one of several dozen players from the Earl Bruce era to return to Ames for a 40-year reunion. And when Cyclone fans hear the words Luther Blue return, it brings back special memories. Tom Crochelle sat down with Luther Blue. First, Luther, just tell us how you got to Iowa State. Initially, I made the mistake of signing with another school, a smaller school in Georgia. I had some relatives that attended Savannah State. And I made the mistake of signing a letter of intent with Savannah State. And then after getting there and finding out a little bit more about the school, I'm thinking, well, I can do better. And Coach Green was recruiting down in Georgia for Coach Bruce. And he stumbled across my high school coach and the high school coach said, are you still interested in receivers and da 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 da? And he said, sure. And he, I think he showed him some film of me and he talked to me and he said, why don't you come give Iowa State a try? And then I just ended up here. The rest is history. Could you describe for someone 35 years from now that pulls this out of the archives, what was Earl Bruce like as a coach? You know, he was a great motivator. An interesting story. After my playing days were over, I was a grad assistant for, for the spring game. I think it was Coach Lichtenberg was on the sideline and he sent me up to the booth and we're trying to call plays to get the team to get them down the field to score. And we'd go three and punt, three, three plays and punt. Uh, Coach Bruce was over in the next booth, so he walks over, takes over, starts to call the plays. Right down the field, touchdown. <laughs> right down the field, touchdown. I'm looking like, what were we doing? <laughs> what does he see that we didn't see? But that. yeah, he was that kind of guy. And I was back for his Hall of Fame induction, and man, he gave a speech that, man, he had everybody ready to put on the pads again. He's just that kind of guy. Did you see Buddy's play where he got tackled? Yes, I was a freshman that year, as well as Buddy, but I was in the stands. Okay, tell us and what you And we're saw. sitting there, and Buddy breaks down the sideline side on Oklahoma State side. It was a, clearly a touchdown, and we were cheering, cheering, cheering. And all of a sudden, this guy comes off the bench and clotheslines him. And we're thinking, what's going on? What's going on? Well, anyway, years later, I'm in Detroit. The best man in my wedding played for Oklahoma State, Leonard Thompson. He's a running back at the time, but he was a receiver for Detroit. And I go, Leonard, do you remember a play with a guy coming off the sideline and tackling on quarterback? He goes, yeah, I was sitting there talking to the guy. He's, the guy's a preacher. They call him Deacon. <laughs> and I looked over and he wasn't there. And the next thing I know, he's tackling the guy on the field. <laughs> what was up with that? <laughs> he goes, I had nothing to do with it. I promise you I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> what, what was it like to play Clyde Williams Field? It was grass. It was close. Uh, the noise and the atmosphere was just great there. Not unlike this field, but I prefer grass also. I think the year we came to this stadium on the turf, we had 15 surgeries from ankles and knees and those type things. I just think the grass is a better way to go. What was the biggest difference between the first three teams you were on and the 76 team? Was there a big difference or was it really just a, a pretty fine line? 
that 76 team, we had a group of seniors. The first time we had the guys play from freshman to senior, senior year together. Wayne, Buddy, uh, like Glover Rogers, Al Dixon. The key to the team was a little Dexter Green, you know, we had that. Uh, he was just a sophomore, but you know, with the core of the team were seniors and we just got to play under Coach Bruce for four years. And I think that was the key to our success. We were just confident in each other, confident in our coaches. Uh, we had a, the, the support of Ames and the student body here. That was the difference. The uh, Missouri game, going on the road, beating the number seven team in the nation. Do you remember the celebration in the locker room afterwards? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. It was wonderful. We jumped up and down. Even some of the Missouri players came over and they congratulated us and they knew how excited we were and they were excited. I think some of those guys were excited for us. We just had a plan and we stuck to it and things worked out for us that year. Well, the biggest play of the year was a Luther Blue play. We've all watched your kickoff return about 800 times oh, over the years, okay? Without any prompting, can you just uh, talk about the play? I give all the credit to the guys up front, Kevin Cunningham and all those guys, Stoffel. You know, we'd been working together since we were freshmen, and I think had anybody fielded that kickoff, they probably could have ran a touchdown back with those guys blocking for you. My goal is always to make the first guy miss. If you can make the first guy miss, you're guaranteed a, somewhat of a big play. So once the first guy missed, and then the second guy missed, and I was in the in the mix of things and people began to fall around. Okay, hey, I got a shot at this thing. <laughs> and then I took off down the right sideline and I remember this one Nebraska guy trying to catch me, but I figured that ah, I don't think I'm gonna let him do that today. So. <laughs> That's gotta be the greatest feeling in the world it when is. you broke open. It, it was. I've had a few kickoff and punt returns, but that was the one that stands out in my life, yeah. Coach Bruce said that he was totally confident that you guys were going to win that Nebraska game. In fact, he said he was never more confident of anything in his whole life. <laughs> and uh, the celebration afterwards had to be just tremendous. It was. I have a piece of the goalpost at home now. <laughs> I've never seen a celebration like that. And I think we all had our doubts <laughs> until that clock hit zero. I was afraid that something would happen. So I was just ready to continue to play, continue to play until that clock hit zero. Even though we had a substantial lead towards the end, I was always afraid. I just, you know, because it was Nebraska, you know, we hadn't had done that before. But when it was over, I was very excited. In practice, mm -hmm. who in your time at Iowa State was the uh, defensive back that you didn't like to have to have cover you? Oh, Tony Hawkins, for sure. Tony Hawkins, he was the hawk. <laughs> he was a very good athlete, and he was football and basketball savvy. Even though I was a little bit faster than Tony, but he knew how to play me for some reason. So Tony was that guy, yeah. And oh, also there was a, a guy, Barry Hill. He was rangy, fast, and tall. And Barry was that kind of guy too. Like whenever you're doing one-on-one -on -one drills, you kind of line up and like, I don't want to line up in front of that guy. <laughs> you pick the slower guy, you know. Uh, Inevitably, the coach would 
Hill, Hawkins, you go against Blue. I'm like, great. <laughs> now, you, you got to play uh, a successful career in the National Football League. Looking back now, did your Iowa State experience help launch you on that? For sure, for sure. I was drafted to be a, a kick returner by the Lions, and that's what I did a lot. Uh, a lot of blocking, then we had uh, Eddie Payton, Walter Payton's younger brother, he came along, and so I was back there with him, but, but he'd be the one to return the ball, not just block for Eddie, but yes, I think uh, having that record here that held for a long time. <laughs> I used to cheer for someone, come on someone, give me a kickoff return. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was, I think, what helped me in the NFL. And then also, when I left Detroit and went to Philadelphia, Coach Vermeil remembered me from playing UCLA, and he picked me up and let me play there for a little bit, a little bit as a returner. What did it mean to you to be an Iowa State football player? To be a, an Iowa State football player, first of all, you got to be a good citizen. I, I, I notice, I look around the country and I see some outstanding athletes, but they're they're not good citizens. We come here as student athletes, like Buddy said. We're not promised anything, nothing but an education. And then you, you see the, the student body around you, the people in the community, and you, you just, just kind of assimilate into the community. I mean, regardless of the background, you just kind of like, okay, these are good people. You know, I want to be like that. And you kind of go ahead and you work hard, you work in the classroom, you work on the field. And I think that's what, what's required. And I think under Coach Campbell, he's bringing a lot of that in. I've noticed the attitude of a lot of players and you know, you, you bump into them out there and they go, yes sir, and that kind of thing. It's not, it's just me, not yes sir. <laughs> you know, I, I think he's bringing that attitude. I noticed he recruited when he was in Toledo he kind of recruited from the high school that my son played at. He recruits a certain type of athlete, and this is the kind of athlete that we've had here over the years. And I just think it's a good hardworking student athlete is what's required to be an athlete here at Iowa State.